Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today I want to take a closer look at your favorite semiconductor company, Intel. As I am recording, the stock is up pre-market. I'm not sure when I'm releasing this video, if it's going to be after the market opens, um, but I do believe there is this nice bullish trend coming out with Intel. The company did announce some pretty interesting news that they are spinning off another portion of their business and hopefully building more value for shareholders. Let's take a closer look in today's episode. So first, I want to take a closer look at not in too crazy of a news, but something that investors should understand or know. On October 3rd, Intel did announce that they are expected to report their third quarter 2023 financial results on October 26th. I think it is insane that we're already back into earnings seasons one way or another. I do believe we have a nice amount of players reporting next week. Uh, so definitely, if you are an investor shareholder, make sure to hit the thumbs up, make sure to hit the subscribe button, as I will be going over their earnings call uh, and sharing a lot of great information there finally i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com slash jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now with that link you get a promotional offer for the subscription service now let's continue with today's episode now the most important thing and what i do believe is causing the stock price to go up is on october 3rd yesterday after the market closed Intel announced its intent to operate its programmable solutions group as a standalone business under the leadership of Sandra Rivera. Uh, so a lot of things interesting here, right? So the programmable solutions group, this is mainly their FPGA market. Um, uh, so that's the first thing. I think this is pretty interesting because they are kind of making it into an independent business, very opposite of what their competitor AMD did a few years ago. Uh, so AMD, I believe in 2021, was when they purchased and finished the acquisition of Silinx, which was a competitor to them in the FPGA market. So while um, AMD just recently kind of brought those units together to kind of work in synergy, Intel is kind of splitting them up, and we're going to explain in a little bit why. Um, but I do believe it is an interesting move here. The other thing that I think is pretty interesting is that the CEO of this new business will be Sandra Rivera. If you have been watching this channel, you might be familiar with that name. She is the one who, who kind of leads the data center and AI group. Uh, so what I think is pretty interesting is that's going to be a little different from kind of your GPUs, your high-performance CPUs, uh, to kind of enter into the FPGA market a little bit better, uh, a little differently. Um, but um, something to keep in mind out, uh, Sandra definitely did a really good job in the data center group, in my opinion. Uh, so obviously that could bode well for the FPGA market as well. Thank you guys for the support. We just hit 3.1 subs. I'm trying to hit 5,000 by the end of the year. So if you guys haven't, make sure to hit the thumbs up. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. If you want to get exclusive weekly videos, I do talk about a few analog and FPGA companies there. Make sure to click join to learn more. If you want a special offer, check out fool.com slash Jose free newsletter at josenaharo.substack.com and free semiconductor news at semiconductorwatch.com. So they do mention that the standalone operations for Programmable Solutions Group, PSG, is expected to begin on January 1st, 2024 with ongoing support from Intel. Intel expects to report PSG as a separate business until when it releases first quarter 2024 financials. Uh, so I, we're finally going to see the breakdown of PSG G a little bit more but if i was to guess i'm going to take a closer look at this company's most recent investors presentation the psg that's markets in 
in a lot of different industries. I do believe we're going to get a little bit in everything. There might be some client client segment there. Obviously, I do believe a good portion is going to be in the data center market. Um, but I do believe this PSG kind of touches a little bit of all the industries that Intel is in right now. So it's going to be very interesting when they report their quarter three earnings, how that's kind of broken up, and they're going to stop reporting it on quarter one of 2024. Um, another thing that uh, they did mention is that Intel is going to continue to support um, this PSEG, PSG group. And that's, I find pretty interesting, right? Because Intel does have their manufacturing, right? And they do mention that Intel is going to continue to manufacture a good portion of the overall chips from the PSG group or their FPGA products, especially now as Intel is kind of evolving into next generation nodes. Those nodes and those forms of advanced packaging that IFS is also doing can definitely help boost the, the solutions that this FPGA market is into. Um, the other thing that I uh, they did mention is Intel in the upcoming quarters is going to tell us a little bit more of how big um, they are compared to the foundry market, like how big of a customer they will be for the foundry market. It does seem like to some extent the FPGA market might have been like the non-important segment in this story of Intel, right? Intel is really focusing on moving its next generation of five nodes in four years of becoming a tech leader again in the CPU space of becoming a big player in the GPU space as well. Uh, so it does seem like right the priorities for Intel were not in their FPGA market. They do mention that this split up will give PSG the autonomy and flexibility it needs to fully accelerate its growth and more effectively compete in the FPGA industry. Uh, so overall, this is like, hey, look, we know we were we were not paying attention to you to the FPGA market, even though there's numerous opportunities here. So I think the best way for us to kind of make you be better is to let you go and do this yourself. Obviously, you'll get our full support as well. Um, interesting, right? As we, like I mentioned, right? Silinx and AMD are doing the complete opposite. They're playing complete synergies and it's doing really well for them at the moment. They also do mention that over the next two to three years, Intel intends to conduct an IPO for PSG and may explore opportunities with private investors to accelerate the business growth with Intel retaining a majority stake. Um, this is pretty much how the company did with the um, um, with that a mobile eye segment, right? They do have majority stake, but they brought that company in the IPO and they kept obviously a nice amount of that money. So it's a great way to add value to shareholders. But it does seem like right now, PSG is not expected to go IPO into the next two to three years. And as of right now, they're probably just going to be looking for private investors to help accelerate their growth. I do believe within the upcoming quarters, we're going to hear about some private investors taking stake into this um, because I do believe the FPGA market as we see from Silinx, it's a very cash flow positive machine. Uh, so I do believe there are going to be a lot of investors excited about that. Now, if we take a closer look at Rivera, she has been an instrumental in putting Intel's DCAI business back on the path to leadership and growth with a more competitive product roadmap and emphasizes on delivering customers value and strong focus on discipline. Uh, and this is where I think might be a negative for Intel, right? Obviously, this is good for their PSG group. We know Rivera did a really amazing job with their data center and AI business uh, and really kind of producing that great roadmap. 
But now they're going to lose a strong asset. They do mention Intel has already begun an extensive internal and external search process for a new layer for their DCAI unit. Until that person is identified, Rivera will continue to lead this market. Hopefully, she's getting a really, really nice paycheck for running both businesses. Um, But like I said, I think for me, the biggest unfortunate, and it's not necessarily a red flag. Obviously, they can find someone that can do the work as well. Um, But I do believe Rivera was a really strong pioneer here in the data center and AI business for Intel. Um, According to third parties, the FPGA market is expected to grow at a compounded annual growth rate of more than 9% from $8 billion in 2023 to $11.5 billion in 2027. Um, During Intel's second quarter 2023 earnings call, the company highlighted that the PSG had delivered record revenues for a third consecutive quarter. Um, I have done plenty of videos about the FPGA market. I think I actually done them on my... um, on my membership program. So quick plug here. So we do know that the FPGA market has been doing amazing right now, but that is expected to slow down in the upcoming quarters as backlogs start to normalize. Uh, So pretty interesting to see how the kind of FPGA market is going to be in the next two quarters, next three quarters, as we have heard from companies like AMD and their silence counterpart, that that is a segment that is slowing down. So overall, like I mentioned, I think this is good news for Intel. Intel has really kind of started to diversify in a lot of businesses recently for example on july 18th they kind of start stopped their nuke system um which were kind of their super small product line on uh, desktops um, they also sold the minority stake in ims to build up more equity they also kind of did ipo of mobile i to kind of bring more more uh, value to shareholders they ended up selling their ssd business to uh, and and facility to ska hynix uh they also canceled sold out their data center, their server business to MyTac as part of the strategy earlier in 2023. Um, and the list goes on of the numerous things that Intel has done. They stopped kind of their opt-in business, which is kind of their networking stitches to some extent. Uh, so Intel has really, really been pushing this of kind of escaping certain businesses to really focus on the main players. I want to say out of all of the ones that they've uh, quit, I, I, I understand them, right? The ones that they sold off, the ones that they quit i understand why they did that um, for me this fpga market is not one I, I i understand why they're doing it um well obviously i understand right they they do mention that the company was not getting the attention it needed um as as under the intel umbrella but as an individual umbrella be able to focus on growth uh the other great thing that is they're not completely selling they're still going to be a majority stakeholder so there is still going to be synergies here just like with mobile eye uh so so I, I do believe this is a little bit better than them completely selling off. They're just kind of making it a standalone business, but they're still going to work together. So I, I do believe Intel investors should be happy by this. Um, uh, the, like I mentioned, the biggest red flag for me was Sandra Rivera re- leaving the data center group as she has done amazing. Is this a reason for me to buy Intel stock? Not really. I mean, like I mentioned, I do have exposure to a company like AMD who is in the FPGA market as well. And the CPU market, I have plenty of exposure into um, into the semiconductor space. So I'm really hoping if I wanted to get into Intel, get it below the $30 price point. If I am an investor shareholder right now, if I was an investor shareholder right now, I would be excited about this news to some extent. And I do believe this can overall help the company achieve better returns to shareholders. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care. Have a good day and see you next time.